Welcome to the Mikva Minute, an Eden Center production with Gabrielle Hodes, an experienced college teacher and intimacy counselor, who will be discussing real-life questions around Mikva and intimacy while giving tips for improving one's experience. Have you ever heard of high schoolers taking trips to Mikvaot or even, let's say, college students, anyone who's not in the, in the marriage sphere yet? Um, is that something that you like to suggest to people, um, let's say high school teachers, to take high schoolers to Mikvaot? Is that something that you feel is, is helpful down the line, especially when you teach Kalot that have gone to the Mikvah before, not obviously immersing in the Mikvah, but going to see a Mikvah, going to visit, see the ins and outs? I want to hear your thoughts on that. Oh, so I'm curious to hear, in America, do they do that? So my senior year, we were supposed to. Because of COVID, we did not. But I believe it varies based on the schools. Yeah. Uh, I think modern Orthodox schools do take them to the mikvah. Yeah, so I would say most of uh, the kalot that I learn with have come from uh, Dati Le'Ummi, uh, so religious Zionist uh, high schools, Ulpanot then in their 11th grade or 12th grade class when they learn what's called Bacham, which is uh, basically, you know, family, the sort of halachot pertaining to a Jewish family, they do usually take them to visit a mikvah, okay? Now, do I recommend that? Do I not recommend that? I think, it has, I think it's wonderful. Uh, I think it's wonderful for, the, for girls to have already seen a, a mikvah to be able to picture what it looks like. However, it really depends on the girl and really depends on the mikvah what that experience is, how that experience is going to impact their view and their thoughts and their feelings about the mikvah. So I have many kalot saying, oh, yes, they went to the local mikvah and they were horrified and it looked awful and it wasn't what they were expecting or and they actually develop negative feelings towards the mikvah. I have others who get taken to one of the beautiful mikvahot in Gush Etzion, and they came away thinking, wow, this is amazing. I hope that the mikvah that I'll go to when I get married will be just as beautiful. So um, I, think, I think that it is a, a wise, um, important thing to do. And maybe I would follow up with just the importance for the teachers to do some type of processing and debrief with the girls after having visited the mikvah about what did that make you think? What did that make you feel? Um, is it a place that you think you would want to be going to after you're married? Is it a place that now you're thinking, oh my goodness, no way. And if you have either the positive thoughts and feelings or the negative, what was it about the place that triggered those thoughts and feelings? Just so that we can you know, have a place to discuss those, uh, those feelings. There's also a minhag to go to for women to go to the mikvah on Erev Yom Kippur. Okay, this this tefillah is not a, a halachic tefillah, so you don't make a bracha and you don't have to do any of the preparation, and therefore it's something that also single girls can can do. So some mothers like to take their daughters to the mikvah on Erev Yom Kippur, and then they actually get the experience of what it feels like to go inside, not only to go inside the building, but also to uh, to dip into the waters of the mikvah. And again, that experience can be super positive and inspiring and elevating for some people. And a negative slash traumatic experience for others. And there's no, you know, and it all depends on the preparation and uh, so many different factors that will impact how somebody uh, feels about that. 
So I know you were speaking about expectations and sometimes these trips uh, or previous experiences can set up expectations. Do you find that with your kalot, they will have, they will come in with certain expectations of what their mikveh experience will be and either sometimes be disappointed because it didn't meet their expectations or the opposite, that they had horrible expectations and they actually had a better experience than they anticipated. So I wanted to hear what's your experience in terms of that and, and if you sometimes have a conversation with Kalo to adjust their expectations properly as to not be disappointed or along those lines. So I think, again, here we want to be careful with our shoulds um, because I think there are people out there just recently there's been a whole campaign about going to the mikvah and what the you know the benefits that it's going to bring you and I am very careful with learning when I'm learning with my kalot not to um, assume or to try and paint the mikvah as a place that's going to you know bring I don't know a wonderful quality of life or a beautiful marriage or anything else we go to the mikvah because that's what the halakha tells us to do and I very much look at the mikvah as being an invitation to connecting to our husbands connecting to God connecting to themselves and we have the chance to decide whether we accept the invitations and we take up the invitation or there'll be some months where we take up all the invitations and some months where no we're not connecting to any of them so I feel like by, by discussing it like this, uh, I don't, there's no expectation. I'm not building up the view um, that the kala is going to be a wonderful spa experience and the most spiritual day of the month. And it's going to be the peak date night with your husband. Because I think when you set up that description, I can only imagine that it's either going to instill a lot of pressure um, for a kalad. Oh, my goodness, I have to make this. You know, I remember learning that it was all these things or, you know, it's going to create pressure. And it's also going to create a lot of disappointment when that doesn't happen. So I think we want to, I, you know, definitely start off with listening to the kalad's preconceived ideas and expectations of what the mikvah is, both her positive and negative fears and the excitement what are the thoughts what are the feelings what how are they viewing uh whatever they know about mikvah either from their visit in 12th grade or from things that friends or mothers uh, have told them having a look at what they what their personal concerns are and then trying just to teach about the mikvah in a very I don't want to say a neutral way just trying to explain that there are lots of things that they might connect to and ideas that they might connect to and it's very possible that they will experience the mikvah in a positive way and they might experience the mikvah in a positive way sometimes and sometimes not at all and um, something I spoke about in one of the Eden Center podcasts already is the idea that the mikvah is like a mirror and it often will reflect what's going on for you in your life and so if you're struggling with something at the moment the mikvah might sort of bring up to the surface that struggle and so I think it's about just trying to educate women to figure out what they're looking for from their mecca experience and present it almost like a menu of all different options and that they can pick and choose what the mikvah is going to do for them that month and sometimes as I say it might be simply that they're going to go through the motions and do chafifa, do iyun, go to the mikvah, come home, and they came in with a status of tumah, and they've come out with a status of, you know, tahara, 
and they fulfilled the mitzvah and that's wonderful. And for other people, it's going to add a deeper dimension. Amazing. Thank you so much. This podcast is hosted by the Eden Center, whose goal is to reinvigorate the ancient female ritual of mikvah as a sacred space for women and use it as the natural platform it is to connect to Jewish women's health, well-being, and healthy relationships, enhancing Jewish women and family life. We invite you to visit our website, www.theedencenter.com, to learn more about our work in making mikvah relevant, welcoming, and meaningful. This episode is a product of the Eden Center. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider sponsoring a podcast in dollars or shekels at bit.ly backslash E-D-E-N-P-O-D. Additionally, give us a five-star rating, share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe.